I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. Oh, my God. On 95.7 The Game. And for Mark Willard today, Kevin Michael Whitey Gleason, how are you? We, by the way, are sponsored by Pfizer Dibs. How about it last night? The 49ers with the wind. And we weren't the only ones. We we called it yesterday. But I feel that that win for the 49ers last night over Arizona in Mexico City, the way they won, it was much needed for the 49ers and for their fans for a lot of reasons. Uh, chief among them, the fact that it finally was an opportunity, and they took advantage of the opportunity, to put the stinking Arizona Cardinals in their place. Yes, put the Cardinals in their place, and their place is in the past. At least for this year, the Cardinals are done. Good night. Bye, Cardinals. You will not be a factor, but also for the 49er fans to be able to say, all right, Arizona, the whole thing about the Cardinals having ownage over the Niners, yeah. that, that, that's not a real thing. It's kind of an anomaly, and the way they went about it with Jimmy Garoppolo and all the weapons, everybody got a chance to eat. Just a special night last night for the Niners. 49ers run the ball, right? They will run the ball down your throat. Jimmy G threw the ball 21 times in the first half. What the what? Right, and then they, they kind of passed it to set up the run, and yep. Eli Mitchell late in the game was able to pound the rock, and you know it was funny because the the TV crew showed Eli Mitchell like, oh, Eli Mitchell on the sidelines. Is there a controversy? And then Mitchell yeah. got about 10 carries in the last two drives and just pounded out that game. It was a classic Kyle Shanahan game where you think we're going to run it. No, we're going to throw it. And then you think we're going to throw it. No, we're going to run it. Mm-hmm. They absolutely dominated Arizona in all phases. Jimmy Garoppolo is playing so well. I-, I do feel that Kyle Shanahan, and he has no choice, as we discussed yesterday, really. But he has a lot more faith in Jimmy. Doesn't it seem, you know, I don't know that he always would have allowed Jimmy to throw the ball 21 times in the first half. And I know that wasn't always just about, and it wasn't all just about, well, Jimmy's going to beat them. It was about, well, we're going to throw to set up the run. But Jimmy's playing his best football. Did you know that Jimmy last night, that was a third straight game without an interception? He'd never done that before. Right. And I think they're now 13-2 and two when Jimmy G does not throw an interception. Mm. That's the stat that, uh, that I sent to uh, Steiny yesterday. I think they were 12-2 and two going in. The record with Jimmy G not throwing a pick, and again, Jimmy G no pick, third straight game, no pick, no which pick is the Jimmy. first time he's in, no yeah, pick Jimmy. I'm a fan of no pick Jimmy. Yeah, everyone's a fan of no pick Jimmy, and Jimmy able to find all his weapons and you know check off the primary route, find the secondary. The George Kittle touchdown was a great example of Jimmy G having patience to realize that George is going to break free, threw it over the top, easy touchdown, 
Arizona was not a very formidable opponent, no. as it turned out. They didn't have the belly for the fight. No, they didn't. And it, that was the thing. Early on, okay, Arizona's up 3 nothing. No need to panic, but Arizona lo- looked like they were involved in maybe being interested in being a part of the battle. But then quickly... And quietly, they went away. Mm-hmm. And then defensively, how many tackles did they turn down the opportunity to make? And that's to me, speaks to a, a broken culture in the locker room. Yeah, from the text line here, the Xfinity Mobile text line, 888-957-9570. Text of the day nominee, Dibs, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. What say you from the 510? With that win over the Cardinals, I think we can finally end the Colt McCoy as a Hall of Famer debate. Yeah, I think that that goes away. I mean, he was a Hall of Famer in terms of this matchup. Yeah. But his overall career, not so much. And Yeah, exactly, Mike Silver. I, I actually looked it up last week, and uh, Colt McCoy is the seventh oldest player in the National Football League. He's 36. Really? Quietly, yeah. He's carved out a nice little career for himself. He, has, he really has. As a backup and mm-hmm. as a starter at times and really as the you know Niners kryptonite but that now goes away. Yeah, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. We talked yesterday about how, in the in the uh, minds of some, the 49ers needed to put up some style points. We debated whether that's important or not, but whether it is or not, they did put up those style points last night, showing and confirming it. Yes, with the weapons we have, we can score points. We can convert in the red zone. So I think on some level, just uh, the fact that the 49ers confirming. To the football world and to themselves, yeah, this offense, when it's clicking, look out. And if you aren't bringing your best effort like Arizona was not last night, mismatch city. Yeah, exactly. And I think the whole idea of the the weapons and everybody got a chance to eat. Ayuk got a couple. Kittle got some. McCaffrey. Debo with a running touchdown. Mm -hmm. And then Eli Mitchell late. The, the, The fact that all the weapons were on display would make any other NFC foe, I think, pause. Yeah. Uh, We talked yesterday about Yak, 49ers yards after catch number one. Arizona Cardinals defending the Yak, the yards after catch, at the bottom of the league. And the 49ers took advantage, full advantage of that last night. And it appears, for what this is worth, national respect is on the rise, although some of it is coming kind of begrudgingly. You know, last night, Troy Aikman was saying, well, this is the same as a really good team. Good as anybody to win the NFC. Yeah, but then you also have, you know, (laughs) Stephen A. today on First Take, and they're talking about the question was, uh, will Jimmy Garoppolo keep the 49ers from the Super Bowl? So all the talk this morning, some of this is because the national people probably were up you know, they, they went to bed early, but it's all Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys today. Hello, did you see what the 49ers did last night? I, some of them, I don't think they did see it. No, and I don't know if they need to see it or if they want to see it, but ultimately we look at the records and we decide who's better than whom based on the records. And I'm looking at NFL.com right now and the power rankings and uh, the Cowboys are up five spots hmm. to number three. The Niners up two spots to number five, but uh, among NFC teams, Philadelphia is two, Dallas is three, the Niners are five, obviously Kansas City's one, and um, Buffalo is four. So in terms of teams that have a good chance to, to do things in the NFC, Dallas got a lot of buzz based on their win over Minnesota, and the Niners got maybe less buzz with their win last night, but if you look at which win was more impressive, Dallas at Minnesota, crushing the Vikings or the Niners in Mexico City 
over an Arizona team, Dallas's win probably a little bit more impressive. I suppose so. Minnesota maybe not be quite the team that their record suggests they are, but I know, I know, I know you are what your record uh, says you and are. Forty to three is yeah, I mean, and, I and Dallas hangs its shingle on its defense and the fact that they allowed just three points to an offense that had been very explosive with Kirk Cousins and all the weapons yeah. that he has. Justin Jefferson, I think that that was, I mean, not to say that the Niners' win last night was not impressive, but maybe the Dallas win a little bit more impressive. We get uh, carried away uh, with the 49ers here a little bit because, you know, local bias. But right now, they just, they they have on both sides of the ball so many different ways to beat you. That I, I think 49er fans, that's what you should take the most comfort in. They're so diversified right now on both sides of the football. Yeah, and you talk about the five eligibles because you have the five linemen Mm -hmm. and then the one quarterback. And when you think about the five eligibles and how Kyle Shanahan can employ those five eligibles, you've got Debo and McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell, all of them can run the ball. They can all be in the backfield. Now, Mitchell can't really be split out as a wide receiver so much, but McCaffrey and Debo can. And uh, Ayuk, the way he runs routes, that route he ran at the goal line, which was the inside dig. I think that that's what I heard on the morning mm-hmm, roast mm-hmm. where he runs in and he breaks back out. That's almost unguardable the way he runs that. And you, you add in George Kittle, a tight end who can go down the field, down the middle. He can also possess it underneath. Not even to mention Jawan Jennings. So many weapons right now for Jimmy Garoppolo. This offense will be tough to stop. From the 408, come on guys, just stop. You can't compare beating the lowly Cardinals with no QB to smothering the one-loss Vikings at home. What are you doing? I think Dibs just said that. You can't really, yeah. Right, you can compare them, but the the Dallas win slightly more impressive. Yeah. But just the way the 49ers went about it, it, maybe it's because it's Monday Night Football too. The prime time, the bright lights, being in Mexico City in a game that wasn't really a, quote, road game. It felt more like a home game. Uh, But just the fact that the offense now, all the weapons, and we've all been waiting for a win, not only a win, but a win with style points, and that's what that was. Mm -hmm. McElroy was never a first-round pick. Come Come on. on. You've you've coached at a very high level, a number of sports. Sure. So you know how coaches, one of the things that's difficult about coaching is you try to control everything, and you can't. So you take that to the highest level of the NFL. Kyle Shanahan, my point is, he has to be so relieved right now that we went to Mexico, we had to go to Colorado Springs, to adjust to the altitude and we had the terrible weather. We went to Mexico City and everything went perfectly, right? It's got to be a huge relief for a coach. Definitely. So many variables. And another shutout for D'Amico Ryans in the second Second half. half, Three straight games now of a second half shutout, which tells you that this defense is nasty. And, you know, early on, whatever, Arizona gets a field goal and they get a touchdown, 17-10 at the half. It never felt like the game was in any sort of a doubt. 31-10 after three, and then the offense did what it needed to do to control the ball, and the defense, stingy, and they did Mm -hmm. their job keeping out Arizona again, third straight opponent, who doesn't score after halftime. But you think about what this team did last night and how much that would apply to future games. The offense, all the different weapons, the defense, nasty, especially in the second half. And by the way, the offensive line, better than we thought it would be. Yeah, I think so, especially pass blocking, huh? Right. They've been really good. And I, I was that was my main concern before the season started, the interior of the offensive line. Last year, before the season started, you could see that the secondary was kind of iffy. And sure enough, they had issues in the first half of the year. This year, hello, the offensive line's terrible. And to your point, they haven't been terrible. No. They've been 
playing well and trending upward. Exactly. And even, you know, run blocking, it's a team that still was able to get two hundred oh, yeah. you know, well, they got 159 yards yeah. on the ground. And a lot of that came late when, you know, they had the lead and the other team knows you're going to run the ball. And Eli Mitchell, nine carries, 59 yards, most of that coming on the final two drives. And that, to me, tells you that the O-line is is doing much better than we think. Yeah, the 49ers took full advantage of the fact that Arizona last night, they basically in the second half, they were gutless. They just, right? They just didn't, either gutless. they didn't care, they're not bought into whatever's going on there. The touchdown by Kittle down the sideline where one or two Arizona players just kind of, yeah, a business decision. Oh, he scored. Ooh. I mean, that's that's got to be embarrassing. No, embarrassing for the head coach, I think, yeah. in particular. Yeah. And that's why I think the Kingsbury might be in some sort of a... Jeopardy uh-huh. situation because when you have a team that is shutting down at that level, and you're right, Whitey, the Kittle run, even the Debo run before that, yeah, there were chances for Arizona players to roll up and maybe try mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. a stop or at least push them out of bounds. You do have something to make an effort at, at this, this level. level. Yes, and they, they didn't make that effort. Wow. There was no effort made, and especially on that last touchdown, the Kittle one, where he gets to the 15. And there are two or three Arizona players who kind of yep. sidle over. Yep. They don't really yep. soar over. Uh-huh. Them. They're not looking to jar the ball out. They're yeah. not looking to do anything. They were like electric football players. They're just <laughs> exactly. headed in the right direction. That's a four. But they're not going to get there right. so you don't have to make the play. That's a good shout yeah. out to the 70s, but I'm with you on that. <laughs> Total electric. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, Sometimes with electric football, your guy would be shaking and yeah. going in the wrong direction. Right, right. There like, there's, a on, hole. there's a hole going. <laughs> he's going the wrong way. Totally. No, he's turning in circles. <laughs> yeah. My brother had a player in electric football. He said, oh, it's Joe Circle. Give the ball to Joe Circle. <laughs> <laughs> I got some numbers for you, Dibs. Tell me, if you would, please, how impressive these are to you. Maybe they mean nothing to you. Okay. You know, sometimes these numbers, these stats, pfft. Are you a stats guy? Are you a numbers I guy? I love stats. All right. As long as they fit my narrative. Yeah. Will you tell me if they impress you, if they mean something going forward, or if we can just, you know, defenestrate that right out the window. Jimmy Garoppolo is now third in the NFL among quarterbacks. Among all quarterbacks, he's third in DVOA behind only Tua and Mahomes. DVOA is the defense-adjusted value over average. It's kind of like a... A, a, a war stat for football. He's third among all quarterbacks right now. That means a lot. Yeah, I thought you were going to hit me with quarterback rating where he had a 131.9, yeah. which to me is empty calories. Okay. A guy who throws for 200. He was over yards. 100 for, I think, the fifth time this year. In, yeah. In passer rating. Which, that's fine. Okay. I, I mean, passer rating to me, it doesn't do a lot for me, especially when you look at how he got there. Uh, you know, the George Kittle catch and run, for example. Right, oh, right. Jimmy G yeah. had a boy. That was an easy, like, check down throw, and George Kittle did the rest. But the DVOA, I think, speaks to more what the defense is doing and what each play is expected to be. Yeah. And the fact that he's been that efficient. And what, only four interceptions all year? He's been incredible. Mm-hmm. All right, so you like that one. Uh, we mentioned the interceptions, three straight games without an interception. We mentioned the 49ers. Uh, 49ers, four. in the division uh, for the first time since division realignment in 2002, if I have that right. They're 4-0 in the division. It's been a long time since they've started the season. 4-0 in division. That's huge. And now they control their own destiny in terms of, you know, the Seattle game and 
if Seattle stays competitive and Seattle stays, excuse me, toward the top of right. the division, yeah. yeah, I'm okay. You know, a little bit of a, the uh, mad dog in the fog. I understand. Let yeah. down, you know, been yeah. up, been We've up since about five. had a busy day already. We're just Super starting. Busy, yeah. been at it. And uh, Mexico and Poland, nil-nil heading toward uh, extra sure. time, sure. as we know. Uh-huh. But uh, in terms of the division, you always want to win your division, and you want to have the best record in your division in case of a tiebreaker. And so if they come to a Seattle spot, where they and the Seahawks have the same record. If you beat Seattle again, well, then you hold the tiebreaker over them, not only head-to-head, but also overall division record. That reminded me of Mike Nolan. I know when Mike Nolan coached the 49ers, he had logos of the other teams in the division in the tunnel. Uh, This would have been, of course, a candlestick. And the idea was to reinforce in the minds of the players the idea of how important it was to beat these teams. Maybe that's a little hairy high school, but it is important to win in your division. And it's about time, right? The 49ers, I think, last few years, they've frustratingly underperformed in the division. And, of course, Arizona's had a lot to do with that. Yeah, it has. I mean, the fact that Arizona's beaten you uh, twice virtually every year but not this year and you know you think about the last game of the year against Arizona that might be meaningless for for both teams if the Niners are in a spot where they've already clinched the division and they can't move off the three seed if, if Minnesota mm-hmm. continues on their trajectory and if uh, you know Philadelphia continues to be the one seed maybe that's a game that doesn't have as much meaning but the Niners right now, it feels like they've turned the tide on Arizona in that matchup. It feels like they've turned the tide on the whole season. And that obviously, you know, one misstep literally can change. But right now, it looks like everything is headed in the right direction. And maybe this is the team, the Kyle Shannon team, with the best chance of achieving the ultimate goal. Maybe. 888-957-9570. Sure looks that way. Let's go to Jacob in Austin, Texas. On 95.7 The Game. Hello, Jacob. Look, Cowboy fans out there hey, thinking of the 49ers right now. How's it going? Hey. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of Cowboys fans feeling themselves right now, but the Niners are it. Um, all right, so what are y'all's thoughts on Brandon Ayuk this coming off season? He's having a heck of a season. Um, we need to pay Nick Bosa still. We just paid Debo Samuel. We think we, do you guys think we trade him? Or what do you think we get? Thanks, Jacob. I certainly don't have the cap figures in front of me, but you want to keep them. Brandon Ayuk extended his streak of 80 or more receiving yards to five games, Dibs. And yeah. he's gone, not only is he playing well, he's gone from a guy who last year, as we know, was in the doghouse. Oh, yeah. Two guys emerged as something of a leader. Yeah, Ayuk making 2.3 next year with a, a cap hit of 3.987. Keep him! Keep him. Nearly $4 million. Yeah, yeah I, I think you keep Ayuk mm-hmm. and you think about maybe extending him. But the real question to me is Debo or Christian McCaffrey because do you find that those two players have skill sets that are duplicatable? Are, are they the same player? Can you get by with just one of the two? And not the other one. I look at Brandon Ayuk, and he does something that no one on this team does, and that's get open. And he's the best route runner by far. By far. And, you know, you saw it again last night when he was able to get that touchdown in the red zone, the the inside dig where he runs one way. You love that term, don't you? Turns it and goes the other Mm way. What a beautiful route. He did the same thing against uh, L.A., by the way, the Chargers, and he dropped the ball. But this time, he ran the same route. And caught the ball. I don't know if Ayuk is a guy who, who you can replace as easily as good point. Debo or McCaffrey. So if Debo and McCaffrey are both kind of you know redundant in ways, are they the players that maybe get dealt? What if you do have to make a choice between those two? Which which way are you going? Between Debo and Ayuk. Yeah, since you asked the question. I no, no, keep- no, no, no. Debo. You said Debo and McCaffrey, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
I would probably keep McCaffrey. I think so. And his ability to, you know, to run the ball and mm-hmm. to, to be in the slot. And, and Debo's incredible. And it's not to minimize what Debo does, but I think Christian McCaffrey does a lot of the things that Debo does well. Mm-hmm. So, and, and McCaffrey can run the ball. He can catch the ball. Debo's more he of a... He can throw the ball. Yeah, he sure can. He yeah. can throw the ball. Debo can throw too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he can. But yeah. I think if I had to choose, I would choose McCaffrey, even though his contract is higher than Debo. Hopefully you don't have to make that choice. 888-957-9570. Jonathan in San Francisco says the Niners looked... How'd they look to you last night, Jonathan? Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to say, man, I like what I'm seeing, not just with the 49ers, but across the board. It looked like, you know, front runners like Minnesota peaked too early. The Niners are getting better at the right time, man. I just want them to go build on this, keep getting better, peak at the right time. I mean, their, their style of play, especially offensively now with CMC, the running wide, Debo, the wide back. I mean, imagine putting those four running backs behind backfield. I mean, what the hell is the defense is going to be doing against that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing. You know, get tougher. Physical football, man, just like, uh, you know, the wide receiver said, uh, you, can't, you can't practice physicality. And it's the most physical team in football. Uh, I just want to say, man, that's the way uh, uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. That's a four for your Casey so. and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> okay, yeah. And he, see that he, one he likes to from sing Jonathan. at the end of calls. Okay. That's, that's what he does. It's kind of his uh, his calling card. That's the way. Uh, speaking of throwbacks on the text line here from the 408, entire generations don't know what electric football is. I loved mine, but it was a stupid game. I think it's still around. I, I don't know that it's very popular in this day of you know PlayStations, but... I think electric football is still around. It is, I'm not sure how. It, the texter's right. It is a stupid game. So for those of you who but don't know. At the know, time, you, it was like, this is the greatest thing yeah, ever. I don't know what this is. I need a Dibs explanation right now. It was a tabletop that was electrified, and you would plug it in, and then you would line Vibrated. up. Yes. You would line up your 11 figurines that had little, like, plastic sleds underneath them against yeah. your buddy's 11 yeah. figurines. Figurines, and you would give one of your figurines a tiny, tiny foam football, <laughs> and then you would turn on the vibration, yeah. and then whatever your your guy, yeah. and they would move. Yeah, you never knew where. You never knew where, <laughs> and wherever he would move, as soon as your buddy's guy contacted him, down. that was it. The play's yeah. over. You turn off the switch, and then you move the down marker, and then yeah. you do it again. Yeah, absolutely it, stupid. Yes, it looked great. You look at the box. And all the little guys in their uniforms in the field, you know, green football field. It looked like, oh, this looks great. And you'd play it. It's like, this game takes so, forever. So it's like it's NFL horrible. guys are like, listen, there's foosball, but hey, look, we can plug it in and we got right. NFL players yeah. instead. So this is way cooler. But yeah. it's like foosball without <laughs> handles. It'd be like foosball where you put the ball down and then you would turn a switch on and then wherever the ball would go, that <laughs> would be the though, way it would they Didn't they come up with... There were there was like devices on the bottom of the players' bases. You could steer them in theory. I don't know if it worked. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, it didn't work. Okay. It didn't work. Right. I actually <laughs> bought electric football for my kids yeah. uh, in a garage sale in like 2005, and I think yeah, I think Quest got shocked, yeah. and then we had to put it on the curb. I think it was gone. I think it was a definite oh. shock hazard. Yeah. Huh. 888-957-9570. 49ers over the Arizona Cardinals. Looking ahead, and I know they got the Saints. You know, you still sleep on the red rifle, I got to tell you. Looking ahead, though, with the games upcoming, 
I tell me if I'm an idiot for this. I know I'm an idiot, but I'm an am I an idiot for this? Freaking I'm idiot. More scared, more wary of of the Dolphins than I am of Tampa Bay. You should be. I am. Yeah. yeah. You should be. Tampa Bay with their offensive line, I think the 49ers have a... There's a real mismatch there for them. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I don't know if uh, Tampa Bay has scary. the weapons necessary that, that can scare the 49ers, but the Dolphins, they've got quite an offense. Yeah. And I, and I think the McDaniel factor scares you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Nothing. No, I, I shouldn't laugh about it, but I'm thinking, you know, Tommy's probably not going to be too happy that... that Giselle's hanging out with, what, a jiu-jitsu instructor now? Yeah, so. more than hanging out. I mean, they're, they're grappling. <laughs> they're spending some time on the Sparring? mat together. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah? Uh, all right. Just two wouldn't do it. What's up next on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. Uh, no compromises. It's Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard. And Kyle is a genius. His creativity, uh, it's not an issue with the 49ers and their coach right now. That's next. 95-7 the game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 